Welcome back to what honestly should not be happening right now. The return of the podcast. (laughs) We are no longer Tunnel Vision Talk. We are RBIs and RPOs with Talon and Nathan. A little bit of a rebrand, but uh you said it you said it in the wrong order. Did I butcher it? Oh it's our RPOs and RBIs. Same thing. You know, uh, along with much of the things of this podcast, it's never been good. It's never, well, it's been good from time to time, but you know, it's, it's never been perfect. I'll say that. Right. Right. So right, right, Obviously, uh, I'm not in the normal setup. I am in Kennesaw state university in my dorm right now, you know, get the, get the roommate flag behind me and, uh, you know, I'm at, I'm at and then in, just in this small room, I'll just give you a quick little room. There's, there's not much to it because uh, I'm in about a four by four. and uh, Yep, 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 yep. Box like a fish. Yeah, so obviously I've been in college freshman year, first semester. Uh, been having a lot of fun in classes and stuff, doing good. Um, talent, been bowling, and I, I don't know what you do in high school. But no, I guess no, that's no. going good. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we we got got to talk a little bit recently, and wanted to bring this back. Um, yeah, had a lot of fun doing it, and so why not bring it back and talk a little bit about the NFL? But you might be wondering, you know, we're going from tunnel vision talk to RPOs and RBIs. Said that right, right? Absolutely. I, I don't want to butcher it every time I say it. So um, <laughs> you might be wondering why we're putting it at RBIs. Well. To give ourselves a little bit more to talk about, you know, a little bit why the podcast died in the first place is because we just got a little bit bored of just talking about the NFL. You know, in the summertime, I'm not talking about the NFL all the time. You know, it right. gets bored. So the only other thing that's in season then is the MLB. And we both love the MLB, both love the Braves. And so we are going to be talking about NFL, MLB, and college football as well. So we're yep, going to yep, be yep. a lot broader, and um, knowledge has definitely gone away since we left off the podcast. I feel like I know nothing about the NFL right now, but we're going to see, um, as this has been one of the craziest NFL seasons to date. Um, oh, yeah. And same, with CF- same, same with CFB, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I mean this is – we got TCU in the playoffs. We got the Giants and Jets fighting for playoff spots. Yeah. You told me that back in August. I honestly might have told you that you need to check yourself into a mental asylum. Oh, yeah. It, it, it goes for – I mean, you tell me that the Rams are what, a four-win team right now? Are you kidding me? I think they're three wins. <laughs> no way. Like, yeah. I, I, I just – I mean, same with the Bucks. The Bucks are 500 right now. Like, mm-hmm. What? Like that's yeah. a little bit more predictable, but come on. Like, and the Rams picking a Baker Mayfield, eh, actually, like it's honestly the most realistic thing of what we said so far. And honestly, dude, like if, if I like I like Baker with the Rams, it's somewhere that I like. I can't see myself hating him as much. Like if he would have went to the Forty Niners, I would have just hated the Niners, and I don't want to hate the Niners. So it's like, yeah, they got Brock Purdy, bro. Like, what, what more do they need? But like, I mean. Brock Purdy was a good quarterback at Iowa State. I mean, he was kind of underrated, Mr. Irrelevant this year's draft. Right. I, I feel like it was just because Iowa State was isn't he, necessarily. He got, 
State? Yeah. Oh, Iowa State. Like, what? Yeah. No, no, no. I thought you said Ohio State. State. I was like, no, we're not. No. no yeah. Oh, yeah. Enough. The Rams are three and nine. Yeah. That's, that's a. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rams, Rams three and nine, and they are. I don't even know who they beat. Like, they. Um, I couldn't tell you. I, I haven't paid attention to them. I honestly thought they were doing better. And then uh, I looked <laughs> yesterday at the standings, and I was like, whoa. Rams yeah, are better uh, be the first NFC team eliminated. <laughs> the Bears, the Bears just got eliminated. Uh, well, second team eliminated because they're also the, well. They're, yeah, this is it. they're also they're three and ten. So yeah. Rams lose this week and they're done. <laughs> but yeah, so just going through kind of like who's who's been the MVPs of the season. I mean, we've got guys like Mahomes who obviously are going to be in there year after mm-hmm. year, their whole career. Burrow has mm-hmm. snuck his way back in there recently. Uh, right. Josh Allen, another guy, he's going to be fighting with Mahomes for it. But Jalen Hurts, kind of the guy who everyone's expecting to break out a little bit this year. Um, I don't know if he's on top, but he's definitely been kind of like hanging around the conversation all year. Right, right. right. I, I 100% like, I agree with the whole breakout. Like, everyone knew it was due. Uh, but But I can't see him winning the MVP. Because I don't think so either. Like you, they're a ten and one team. That's that's not because of Jalen Hurts. Like obviously you put half the other quarterbacks in the league there, they're not going to be ten and one. And I get that, mm-hmm. but I, I don't, I don't, I don't see a world where, where, where I couldn't name one right now. But you know, there's the, it's 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 not it's not it's not Jalen Hurts, and I think that's what's over over like overshadowing the whole MVP race is yeah, definitely you go off of these top teams. It's like the first team, like, okay, who's been successful this season? First team comes to mind as equals. Cause boom, they're, I mean, they're 10 and one. And obviously you're going to look at Jalen hurts, but like, look who they added this entire season. They have added everyone and their mother. I mean, yeah, like I mean, and King Sue, Linval Joseph, um, Robert Quinn, Robert Quinn, James uh, obviously AJ Brown. Right. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I mean, their Chauncey defense Gardner, has I'm, just been nothing short of insane. I mean, Jordan and, Davis exactly. and Kobe Dean in the draft. Exactly, exactly. And Kobe Dean didn't even play because there's nowhere for him to play. I like, <laughs> that's how it – that's it. I mean, their offense is still stacked too. I mean, their O-line is insane. It, oh. It's just, like, there's there's so many other pieces. And so, it due to the Eagles' success, obviously he's going to get looked at for that. Say he wins MVP, I'm not going to be upset about it. Because yeah. it's also going to be like you're going to have your Josh Allen, your Mahomes, Brady's always going to be in the conversation, um, and then it's it's Jalen Hurts and Burrow. I, I'd like to see Burrow win one, even though I don't like the guy. But <laughs> I think as of right now, I'm giving it to Mahomes. I mean, he lost Tyreek yeah. Hill, who still right. sits atop the receiving leaders, and he's leading the league in passing by 400 yards. Exactly. That that's all. That, right. If you're looking at a, a most valuable player, there's no one else that yeah. that uh, brings that to their team. I, I do want to go back to uh, the Eagles for a second and their O line. Oh yeah. Have you seen the Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, and Jordan Mailata Christmas album that's going to come? Out? <laughs> I, I mean, have let's, not. Let's like, be real. Jo- Jordan Mailata can sing. I haven't seen like. I saw that it is a thing, yes, but I have not yeah. listened to like any like preview. I saw that they put out a whole like teaser video for it, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't see uh, anything. I didn't. I didn't listen to them sing. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they did a White Christmas, and Jason uh-huh. Kelsey, I mean, he sounds like a fat guy trying to sing. But then right. Jordan Mailata sings, and dude well, is... Well, he's Hawaiian, so he's yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, I, mean, I, I feel like all those guys are just blessed. Exactly. I mean, first like, of all, they're look, Hawaiian. You get to live in Hawaii. Look, look at The Rock. Who knew he <laughs> So, you look at you look at the stat leaders so far this season. Obviously, we haven't done any of this yet, so... I mean, if you told me going into the season that Josh Jacobs, a guy who's potentially on his way out of Las Vegas, is sitting atop the rushing leaders by yeah. 180 yards, I mean, that's yeah, that's nothing short of insane. You got two Miami Dolphins receivers in the top five. Tyreek Hill, who, I mean, everyone was criticizing two before the season. Dude gets right, popped right. upside the head. He turns into MVP caliber quarterback. Exactly, exactly. I mean – it, going back to the whole Josh Jacobs thing, I, I, I mean, his fifth-year option didn't get picked up. Like, that's how you – like, he, that is the most surprising thing. Not not that he didn't get picked up, but it's the fact that he's still, like – I don't care if you want me, someone else is going to grab, yeah. you know. And, and 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 now he's making a name for himself because I, I liked him. Let's see, like, coming out of the draft, he's obviously from Alabama, so he's going to have that. Yeah. And he physically, he's great. Speed-wise, he's great. He just never, like, his production just kept declining, declining. And all of a sudden, he's like, don't pick up my fifth-year option. Like, snooze, you lose. And you're just like, boom, boom, boom. Like, he's showing things that I have never seen. Like, just the speed he gets around corners or, like, the, the just, like, breaking through the line. Like, he looks a lot stronger. He looks bigger. Like, he, I, I don't know. Like, dude, dude's on a different level. And, uh. I don't think the Raiders have five wins without Josh Jacobs. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, Devontae Adams is still going to be Devontae Adams, but yeah, Josh McDaniels hasn't shown anything that, that he's a great coach. And for some reason, he's still getting praised by whatever their owner's name is. I mean, weird guy. But, like, uh, what is it, Mark Davis? Is like, yeah, dude looks yeah. like he got put in an oven. Yeah, Bro, bro's yeah what do they call him, Chucky or something? Or is that, is that John Gruden? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, but yeah I mean and he, you also look at like Saquon yeah I I could I could have told you I could have told you he's on 992 yards right now but at, at the same time he was if you're talking boom or bust I mean you're you're coming back and you're either gonna have oh, that was him. nothing or you're gonna have everything and so I was everything like even with fantasy like do you pick him or do you not? Same thing with CMC. It's 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 a boom, a complete boom or a complete bust. CMC's also kind of been in the middle, which is unexpected because mm-hmm. obviously he's going to move to 49ers, reduce his, his uh, snaps or whatever. But, I mean, he's been fine. I haven't heard anything bad happen. Anything great. But playing off the same Raiders thing, Devontae Adams is still sitting in fourth. Yeah. And he's been not talked about at all. So, I mean, it's – I just I don't understand how the Raiders are five and seven. I, I get I, maybe it's the, it's their defense, but have they played the Broncos? <laughs> Which, but I mean, let's just talk about that for a second. Uh, the other storyline, <laughs> Russell Wilson. That was the that was the <laughs> trade of the offseason. I mean, that McNally to Deshaun Watson. Which, oh man, man, the, oh, man, the man, Predator man. came out and played like a 
started <laughs> my eyes on Sunday against the Texans. Oh my <laughs> goodness gracious! But Russell Wilson, I mean, I I saw. I don't know if you saw the comment that I responded to someone on that on the hurdles post, um, but it was like the same stat that I've seen for the past like five weeks about Russell Wilson has more bathrooms in his house than touchdowns. Oh yeah. I've and seen someone, it for like four or five weeks. Yeah. And someone was like, can we please stop using this overused stat? And so I responded, <laughs> I was like, well, how about he starts throwing more touchdowns? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's also like first 13 weeks. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> like you have it, talent. It's not a talent issue. You have Sutton, you have Judy, you have Hamler. It, right. It, it's a, it's a, I mean, I've, I don't know if you, I'm sure you've seen it. Like, he's losing the locker room, and it's mm-hmm. going down fast because oh. Russell is just the cringiest guy. Like, he, like, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah, and, and like, I mean, he just he he talks, and him and Nathaniel Hackett, he, you couldn't find a better cringy coach and 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 quarterback duo, like. Nathan Nathaniel Hackett, like dude, dude is the same thing as Russell Wilson, yeah, but just like a tad more mature and way less athletic, <laughs> not nowhere near as swaggy. No. So like, I love it. I haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ain't seen no grit. I know he's got it in there, but um, I mean, <laughs> going back to it, the, the the Raiders have played the Broncos both times and they beat them both times so so two free wins but but at the same time besides a 24-0 loss to the saints uh the raiders have had close games the entire season like their losses I'm, i'll go down it their losses did they let's see week one was 9-11 right week was september 11th yeah they lost by five week two they lost by six week three they lost by two to the titans Week five they lost by one. Uh, then week seven they lost by twenty four. Week eight they lost by seven. Week yeah, I, nine I mean, they I lost saw, by five. I, saw I mean, they're one, one point. They're like, one possession games. Jaguars or um, who was it? It might have been the Giants. The Giants who are over five hundred. They had a worse point differential than the Raiders at one point. When the Raiders oh, yeah, yeah. had like two wins. Oh yeah, all their all their losses are are very close losses. Like. They're all one possession, except for there's a nine point in there. I thought I said, but no, there's not. There's yeah, they're all yeah, six, five. I mean, yeah. So they're all under seven, seven or under. So yeah. it's, I, they're not a bad team, and yeah, I believe it's a coaching thing because I like Derek Carr. Derek Carr needs to get out of Vegas and go play like one year. Like mm-hmm. I, I just, what in the world? <laughs> Oh boy! Well, appears we lost him. So I'm gonna hit a quick pause, and we'll be right back. Okay. All right, we're back. A little technical difficulties, but we'll be the first pod back without some technical difficulties. <laughs> oh. Um, as we were saying, kind of going with the NFL recap. So defensive stat leaders. Nick Bosa and Matt Judon, two names I have not heard at all this season. Nick Bosa a little bit with memes of him playing in Mexico City. But uh, I did not know he was leading the league in sacks by a sag and a half. And then Judon is second with 13. I mean, 
Where are these guys coming from? Obviously, the Patriots don't get talked about because they don't have Brady anymore. But Bosa, I mean, I feel like they just started talking about McCaffrey in San Francisco, and Bosa just got forgotten. Right, right. I mean, it, it's the same thing with uh, – honestly, I'm more surprised with Judon because, yeah. I mean, what are the Patriots right now? Six wins? I because, think six and six. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the same thing with these like below average teams. Randomly, like I mean, not, not the Forty Nineers, but just have like a random star. Same thing, with Josh Jacobs. Like they just, I haven't heard of Judon. I haven't heard Judon's name since probably last year, if not year four. Like within something significant happening. Um, but yeah, thirteen is insane. Fourteen and a half for Nick Bosa is is like I would not have told you anywhere near that. What what's the, TJ Watt was getting like praise last year for what, 19? Nah, he had like 22. He tied the record. Well, okay. Well, I remember when he had 19. And everyone yeah. was like, 19? Like 14 and a half. Through at this 13 rate, weeks. That's what I'm saying. At this rate, he broke and get to, to 20. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, so, I mean, it, it, I, I'm surprised that people don't talk about that as much. I don't, usually, the, the defensive players like that that are popping off. I guess it's just because Nick Bosa hasn't been talked about in the past couple of years that he's just like, they just don't care. But yeah. if it was someone like TJ Watt or even if, if Miles Garrett, who sits at five, if he was at one, he'd be getting talked about. Oh, but yeah. it's kind of the same thing. If we move into interceptions, CJ Gardner-Johnson and Tariq Woolen. Yeah. Uh, tie for number one. Tariq Woolen, six months ago, couldn't have told you the guy was. Five <laughs> months ago, couldn't have told you the guy was. So, where, where did this guy even go to college? Because he was what a fifth round pick. Uh, uh, yeah, I believe he was. Oh, okay. Because they drafted a. I mean, they, the the, C, the Seahawks have two starting quarterbacks, who are both rookies in Kobe Bryant and Tariq Woolen. And they've both um, and Tariq, because of the trade. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's literally all the Russell trade, um, <laughs> which I mean Russell just like, d- destroys fan bases and you know brings up his other it's a, i just i like that the, the seahawks outsmarted everyone okay. because obviously they saw i don't know how russell survived and kept that locker room and that and that fan base uh up in seattle who is obviously one of the most loyal in the nfl um alive i mean i get that they're winning but like Look what he's doing to Denver. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, he's a completely different person. But, yeah, Tariq Woolen, all because, like you're saying, because of that trade, um, goes to the Seahawks. Six picks. Like, how? I, I, I guess I guess it is just because he's the, one of those no-names that just, like, oh, we can pick off these guys just because, like, you know, they're rookies. You know, it's not like a guy like Jalen Ramsey or that doesn't, just doesn't get thrown the ball, yeah. you know? So they're never going to look your way. You're not going to get picks, which I get that. But it, I, that, that was crazy. When you said that, like, Tariq Woolen is number mm-hmm. one. That is, that's insane. Um, but safety's at, 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 up there. He's a corner, right? Yeah. He's the only yeah. corner. Cause that's Johnson what I'm saying. The, the, all the other guys up here are all safeties. Like That's big time for him to be leading the league. Uh, that's crazy. I mean, just like on the sticky note with Gina Smith. I mean, they tried to write him off. I ain't right back. 
<laughs> so, I mean, I, I could see them. I, I hope they make the playoffs. I feel like it would be cool to see yeah. a, a random Geno Smith-led team. A Geno Smith-led team? Oh, yeah. I can get behind oh, yeah. that. I mean, and, and they don't even have a running back. Like, Kenneth Walker, didn't yeah. he – Didn't he? did they, like, kick him out? Or did he, he get hurt. Okay. Because I know that like, him and Geno Smith were, like – I don't know if you said that. They were, like, arguing uh, yeah. on the bench. They, but I don't know if they, like – I saw on my fantasy team that Kenneth Walker, like – his status went from healthy to out. I didn't know if it was because they argued or whatever, but they can make the playoffs and I think I'm going to go to the Super Bowl, but, but it'd be fun to watch them. Like, Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like DK, I don't know what DK is doing this season, but who cares? Like it's Geno Smith. Like, <laughs> so talking about Super Bowl playoffs, um, playoffs are right around the corner. We got five weeks left. And yeah. the races are really starting to take shape now. And so I just wanted to sit here and talk about our Super Bowl teams to watch. Uh, let's let's say three from each conference, three from NFC, three from NFC. I feel yeah. like we can pull from that. Uh, I'll start NFC first. I feel like it's a little more cut and dry there. Obviously, Eagles got to be my number one team right now. Right. Um, number two, give me the Dallas Cowboys, actually. I am a registered Cowboys hater, have been all my life. Oh, yeah. um, but it's hard to deny what they're doing. I mean, yeah, they yeah. destroyed the Vikings, who are 10 and 2, 40. Right. Um, and I honestly, I don't know if I can put the Vikings in my three because they got blown out. It was a tight mm-hmm. game with the Mike White Jets. Right. Um, but then again, it's also like who else is in the NFC? Because I mean, Niners, right, right. I don't know if I can trust Brock Purdy. Um, I'm not picking the Seahawks as much as I might love them right now. Uh, NFC North, I mean, another team ain't making the playoffs. I'm not picking the Bucks because they're going to die. Um, and I can even tell you who the teams are. I mean, Giants, Commanders, no. So I think that the top three are pretty undisputedly Giants, Cowboys, and or not Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, and Vikings. Yeah, that's the other thing with me. Like, it, it it separates AFC from NFC because, for me, I'm also gonna go Eagles Cowboys as number one, number two, and I think that's also kind of like an undisputed type thing. Eagles are the powerhouse. Cowboys are just right there up there up next up there, up there with them. The Vikings. I'm looking here because I think I thought I saw a stat the other day. Um, I'm pretty sure they have one of the worst. Uh, point differential wins. Um, they all of their games are close, and it's been a cakewalk of a schedule. Like they play the Raiders, lost. Oh wait, no, this is preseason. Oh, I'm sure, their their losses are Eagles and Cowboys. It, it yeah, it's Eagles Cowboys, but like their wins, they beat they they they, they lost. Oh, yeah. They beat they beat a bad Packers team week one. Packers never performed week one. Um, they got blown out twenty four seven by the Eagles. Beat the Lions by four. Beat the Saints by three. Beat the Bears by seven. Beat the Dolphins by eight. Okay. Beat the Cardinals by eight. Beat the Commanders by three, and then beat the Bills in overtime by three. That Bills game is the best Vikings I've seen all season. Oh yeah, and it that also kind of shows like okay maybe they are so obviously they're gonna go three, but it's not a but there's a there's a gap 
a big gap between mm. one and two and then three. Like, and that that that's why I'm saying that it 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 uh differentiates the AFC from the NFC because the AFC you've got six, seven, maybe even eight teams that six, seven teams that are right there that could all, all at one point push and 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 make a playoff run. Okay. The NFC, you've got those three teams, and then you've got like the commanders that could pull something together. Taylor Heineke just always does. You get the Bucks that can always do something. Um, the Giants again. I don't see them being anything down the road just because they've hit, they've hit, they've hit, but they've gotten so hurt, they've gotten so banged up. I don't oh, yeah. see that happening. Um, but but yeah, like AFC. If you want to go ahead and move along into that, I mean, oh, we've yeah. got like we've got like. Bills, Chiefs. Uh, let's go here. Number one for the for the top three. Number Chiefs. one's got to be Chiefs. It's got to be Chiefs. Um, just it, it, they're the Chiefs, and they're doing amazing right now. And you've got Juju as your number one receiver. So you've got Chiefs. I'm still gonna go Bills. Yeah. Um, just because like Josh Allen. Is still going to be Josh Allen coming playoff time if that's what we're focusing on. Mm-hmm. Playoff, playoff Josh Allen, playoff Bills are a different, a completely different story. Mm-hmm. Um, they come to play. That fan base is insane. You play them in Buffalo, you're not winning. Um, number three is awesome. I'll let you go number three because you could put a lot of teams there, and I and I, I could see the argument for it. Yeah, I mean, number three, you could look at teams like Baltimore, Cincinnati, Miami. Um, Maybe a Titans team that gets hot, although that's not looking great. Um, mm-hmm. With team shutting down Henry, we'll get to that in a second, though. But for me, I really like what Miami's doing this year, and I honestly, I mean, I might have to put Cincinnati over them right now just because of the playoff experience that Burrow mm-hmm. and that entire mm-hmm. team has. Um, but Miami is definitely an honorable venture for me. Yeah, I. I was going to go Cincinnati three, but I like the Dolphins. What you're saying with the Dolphins, I, that, that's a closer four, right? Like, yeah. So, I mean, there, I see a lot of grit in that Cincinnati team. I, I see, I see Joe Burrow at the helm, and I see him just leading them into the in, into whoever they just beat the they just beat the uh, Chiefs. Chiefs. Sorry, uh, they just, they just beat the Chiefs, and it wasn't. I mean, didn't take any big play, like you know, miracles. But I just think, like you're saying, with the playoff experience, um, they perform whenever they feel like it. It's not one of those teams that like doesn't care what you do. They're going to go out there and they're going to play. So it's uh, but yeah, I, I you could you could put Cincinnati there. You could put Baltimore, even though they're wishy washy. Um, same way, like with the Titans, like you shut down Derrick Henry, if you shut down Lamar Jackson, they don't got nothing else. <laughs> so, it, it, it that that's why I think that gives Cincinnati the edge because Cincinnati has uh, those pieces where, I mean, I saw it in the, in the, in the game against us. It, you just you, you can't stop anything they do. Like they had, they didn't have Joe Mixon, but every single that's what I'm saying. But all of their plays were. Snap the ball. Joe Burrow has the ball for like less than a second and a half, and it's thrown. Uh, and it's all like five yard outs to T. Higgins, 
or five dollar curls to whatever that like white number sixteen. Uh, I can even tell you. Uh, <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't. It it doesn't matter who they have. They're gonna play the same way, and that's yeah. why. I, I, that's why I think they put them up there, uh, because I don't, it doesn't matter if they get hurt or not. So, um, I don't know. Like the AFC, it, everyone thought it'd be tighter this season. As yeah. season goes on, I think teams have definitely separated themselves um, in terms of like powerhouses, because I think people thought it would be a lot more even. With, it's not just because of the whole chief separation from Tyreek um, and the Bills lost Dable. So everyone was like, okay, well, mm. how's that going to play out? We thought we'd see teams like Russ's Broncos, the Raiders, right. right. Devontae, Chargers. Right. I mean, stacking. Just- I mean, everyone thought it would be the whole AFC East was going to be stacked. Um, everyone knew Bills were going to be up there. You didn't know what was going to come for the Dolphins, but you expected a, a, a team like this. Um, you obviously still have the Titans. You still got the Ravens. You still got the Bengals. I mean, there's a good 10 teams that before the season you could put in your playoffs and no one would have been upset with it. So I mean, teams are definitely separate themselves. But, I mean, everyone right. thought that Matt Ryan was going to leave the Colts. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> but... Now let's let's talk about the Titans a little bit. Obviously, yeah. we're Titans fans. Um, as sad as that can be sometimes. I mean, just fired right. John Robinson today. It was a little bit shocking. I mean, he has made some bad decisions, but yeah. I mean, overall, we thought his job was going to be safe because he just yeah. signed an extension back in February. Obviously, nobody liked the AJ Brown trade. Uh, right. As much as people try and hate A.J. Brown for it, I feel like it was more of a discontentness with the front office for letting him go than yeah. an actual hatred for A.J. At least that's where I stand. Um, I think he's a great player on the field. Off the field, I mean, he, he could show a little more class. It's not our yeah. fault. Right, right. Um, but you look at our team. Henry, he's over 250 carries um, and at 1,000 yards. Which, I mean, he was doing great, and then he faced Cincinnati and Philly, which were teams who don't really have great run defenses, but they just stacked the box. And yeah. especially against the Eagles, when Traylon Burks went out, I mean, that's our entire passing attack now. Yeah. I mean, Robert Woods had, like, a game where he looked like the Rams, Bobby Trees. Yeah. Plus, Kikine, he showed up against the Broncos once. But, I mean, it's like we don't have the consistency in the passing attack. It's not really yeah. Hill's fault either. Right. I saw something that was uh, this past week. He was like 103 snaps between uh, Nicholas Rikina and Robert Woods uh, together. For the both of them, two yard or two receptions for 10 yards. Mm-hmm. Like, that's sad. I, you're telling me that you can't even – you that, that's not even saying they had no passing attack. That that's saying like you weren't throwing the ball at all, and when you were, you were throwing screens to to your tight ends, who are the most non-athletic guys in the field. Like like yeah. you're, you're throwing a you're throwing a screen pass to 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 Jeff Swain with Nick <laughs> Whisper Akina out there blocking. Like, are you serious? Like it 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 gets to the point where. 
and it kind of comes back to John Rahm. Like, I never thought about it this way, but after all this, like, has brought up with Josh Robinson being fired, and I was like, you think about it. Like, we have been that team where everyone else, kind of with the AFC this offseason, everyone else is going and getting these big guys. Like, obviously, it's a money standpoint, but they're getting these big-name, flashy, fast, movable, like, guys that will go out there and just play football. Yeah. We like to sit back and, and give ours go away. right. Give our give our, give our big name guys that everyone else is is grabbing. We're just we're just. All right, things we've learned so far from this uh, introductory podcast of RPOs and RBIs. Uh, one, I hate Zoom because um, <laughs> apparently they now have this rule about your. Little Zoom meetings can't be longer than 30 minutes. So I guess we're going to have to chop this thing up and make it about an hour long. Right. Six different segments. Uh, my apologies to people watching for having to hear the loud beeping between every segment because yeah, yeah. I'm bad at transitions. Um, but uh, back when we were picking up with the Titans, I mean, obviously, offense is. Looking horrible. Um, yeah. Defense. I mean, they're doing all they can, really. Danico going down has really shown that he has been the best part of our defense. Obviously, Jeff is our best player, but I think Danico has been the best complimentary player to like, yeah. allow everyone to do their part. I think, I think, uh, someone who stood out to me probably. Linebackers have been have been mediocre as always. I mean, I guess a standout would be like Roger McCreary because he's been so like solid, and I knew he'd be like that guy that's just going to come in and play and do his role, like kind of like a veteran would come in and just be like, I'm, I'm going to play corner, and I'm like I'm not going to be flashy, but I'm, I'm going to play corner. Um, and he's just been solid. So I thought if I had to pick another one besides Nico Autry, that's been that like guy that you can just rely on, I'd go McCreary. He's, he's, uh, I would probably give uh, a – I would go to your Yeah, I mean, D-line, I think everyone as – I think a D-line as a whole has been um, above average or above what we expected. Yeah. Um, but if I had to go, like, Roger McCreary, just been, like, he's great tackling. He's very disciplined. Like, he's not going to jump on a lot of things. Um, he's going to keep everything short. Um, I mean, nothing really gets by him. Everything that's a deep ball is honestly usually Fulton. So, yeah, uh, but yeah I, I'd say McCreary's been, been pretty decent. Yeah. All right. So we're going to try out this uh, segment. We're going to try and put it in every podcast. So yep, yep. if you've seen the guys, Danny and Zach, all over TikTok, Instagram Reels, whatever, they do mm-hmm. like their 20 questions, they do their drafts. So we're going to try and do 10 questions to guess the athlete. So I am currently thinking of an athlete. Uh, here's some of the requirements for um, the player. It has to be a player from NFL, MLB, or college football, since that is what this podcast is about. We're doing current yeah. players, so you can't pick a retired guy like Steve Young or anything. Uh, they must be on the roster and known by both of us. So like, I'm not picking a practice squad player. Right. And so – for this first one, I have the athlete. So Talon will be trying to guess. And 
Hold on, let me just get some of the lighter though. Gonna make it a little easier since it's the first one. All right. Yeah. I got it. And before it, we're gonna give the person the um like what league they're in because 10 questions might not be enough, but 20 would be too many. So right. I am thinking of a college football player. Okay. I'm going to start off with – and we're doing – by the way, this is yes or no only. Like, you yes. can't ask. This is a yes or no answer uh, segment. So, I'll go with – is this an offensive player? And that would be a yes. Okay, is this – does he play for a ranked team in the top 25 CFP rankings? Yes. Does he play for an SEC school? No. Okay, so that's three. Yeah, I'm counting. Does does he play for a Big 12 school? Yes, he does. Okay. So, hmm. let's see. Is it a quarterback? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, question five. It's not a not a whole lot of options here. Huh. <laughs> does he play for TCU? Indeed, he does. I'm gonna take a shot here. <laughs> is it Max Duggan? Yes, it is. And our question seven, we have our first win of ten questions to get the athlete. So obviously, could have been a lot harder. I could have picked like. I don't know, Baylor's quarterback. Actually, I don't I don't think you would have known him. Which so. would have which would have right, right. Yeah. I I could have picked a guy like I don't know, Jeremy Banks from Tennessee. Yeah. I think that would have been a little a little tougher. Right. But obviously, trial run, you get the gist. So we're gonna with that, we're gonna move into our college football segment of this podcast. Heisman. It's Max, it's CJ Stroud, it's Caleb Williams, and then it's the guy nobody wanted to see in there, Stetson Bennett. I mean, by by the definition of the Heisman, I mean, yeah, he's a winner. He wins a lot, but he does nothing. Don't, don't care. He does yeah. everything good enough to get the win. But, I mean, guys like Hendon Hooker, uh, Michael Penix Jr. from Washington even, had much better seasons. Bo Nix even had a better season. Oh, yeah. I, I would have rather see Bo Nix than Setson easily. I mean, it's just – Obviously, right I, now, everything's pretty biased towards mm-hmm. Georgia. As Tennessee mm-hmm. fans, obviously, we're going to see it that way. Right. So, but, I mean, you can't argue with the fact that Hendon missed a game, had better stats. Than, and the game he missed would have just boosted his stats even more. Yeah. I, I, as a whole, not even not, – not, just, just the, the top four. It just makes me mad. Like, I hate the fact that the Heisman – as only twenty percent, I hate the I hate the fact that the Heisman has also turned into a QB award. Like, if you're talking the best player in college football, there we go. If you're talking like best player in a college. Can you stop, please? If you're talking best player in college football. Is it back? There it is. Um, best player in college football. 
it's not always going to be a quarterback. Like, yeah, I there's think so many guys, like guys Blake Corum, exactly. Like, I, I just – and it, I, I like seeing Stroud in there. I like seeing Caleb Williams in there. Duggan, with having the season he's had, TCU doesn't make the playoff without him. Right. Stetson just enrages me because bro is 25 years old and I hate everyone that's sticking up for him. I don't care what your opinion is on him. I can't stand the fact that you can be 25 years old and still play against these 18, 19 year old kids. And, well, to be fair, Hendon Hooker's 24. I don't care. Like, like, and, and I can make that argument too. Okay. Like I, I get that. Um, but when you're 25 years old, I, I, you've probably seen the stat with Joe Burrow. Yeah. You've probably seen the stat with Lamar. Yeah. I, I just – I don't understand why he's still getting – I don't want to say respect because I understand, like, you got to give the guy respect. He's still balling out. But to put him in this Heisman conversation, does he win it? No. If he does, it's going to, like, enrage everybody. Um, oh. Because it's already made everyone mad. If we're talking winner, I think I think it should go to Caleb Williams, regardless of if UFC, if, if USC, regardless of how they lost or whatever. I think Bro has shown that he's like he's it, uh, and that I mean Bro Bro puts everything out there. Not that Max Duggan doesn't, because Bro yeah. like he put it, it all out there. Said he, a lot about him. He was, I mean on the verge of just passing out and I, I'm, and it was bad. Um, but like his legs were just giving out every time he started running. So, but like, I think if, if I were, if I, if it's me, I like Caleb Williams. Uh, I like it in the order they have it with Caleb Williams and then Stroud and then Duggan and then Stetson. Um, even though I probably put Bo Nix at four, but, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Duggan win it. Wouldn't mind seeing Stroud win it. I just haven't seen, Stroud's been like consistently good all season, so it would make sense. But Stroud isn't as like as a fan. I I, I don't get excited for CJ Stroud. I get excited for Caleb Williams. I get excited for Max Duggan. But like, yeah, I'd like to see Caleb Williams win it just because he transferred. He's proving. He's proving. He's proving. Personally, I I got Max Duggan as my husband. Yeah, I think if if you're taking this award like a most valuable player. Uh, right. He has been that for TCU. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In August, people were predicting TCU to be the worst team in the Big 12. Um, he led them to a 12-1 record. They're in the college football playoffs for the first time ever. Um, yeah. I would go I would go Duggan, Williams, Stroud, Bennett. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it's like Duggan, Williams, Stroud. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't argue against Bennett. Uh, We'll go into our questionable playoff picks now. I mean, it's a Georgia team who's most likely going to win the title again this year. But obviously, I think a little bit is because of him. Yeah, he makes some good throws. He's smart with the football. Um, He can run it a little bit. I'll give him that. He's not the most athletic guy in the world, but he shows a lot of grit out there. Um, high I motor, think, very high motor. I, I think they'll mop the floor with Ohio State. I, oh, yeah. Michigan destroying them without Blake Corum is horrible. And then, Shows enough. Yeah. And then I, I think 
we all want to see TCU win, but I think we all know that Michigan's going to win. Oh, yeah. I mean, it. That obviously that's going to be the closer game, I would assume. Uh, <laughs> but you could, you could still make the comparison with the whole Cincinnati thing from last year. I don't think it's going to be anything like that. No. I think this TU team steamrolls that Cincinnati team from last year. Um, I think they are a good football team. Um, do I agree with the fact that they stayed three? No. I, um, I think they should have dropped to two four, and and I did, because I don't because I don't think I don't think this Ohio State team would even let up. Like I I don't think this TCU team would would even make a dent into this Ohio State team. Like I think. Here, here, think, here's my here's my argument against that. How are you going to say that when Ohio State struggled with teams like Maryland, Northwestern? It, I I get that. I get that. But it's also it's the college football playoff. Like yeah, but how how do you reward a team for not playing a game on conference championship weekend and moving them up to three over a team? Uh, who that, that's what I was gonna, that's what I was going to say. Like I think that's why that that is why TCU stayed three. Like and it was also kind of with the same thing. Like, Bama fans, we're worried about a team than host State. Why are we not in? You got two losses. Yeah, <laughs> you got two losses. And obviously, like, Bama, Bama, Bama would have Bama would have been a better game against Georgia, sure, but because um, they just would. But Ohio State is a better team, um, and I think. Ohio State, Michigan. If that were to happen, that would be an insane college. That would that would be an insane final. Um, no, it's not going to happen because leading up to the whole thing, Georgia's going to steamroll whoever they get. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think, as crazy as the season's been, you're always going to have that that uh, constant, and it's Georgia. So Georgia being one, it, it doesn't matter who they play. They're also playing in Atlanta, right? Yeah. So yeah. basically, they're playing so, at home. At, exactly. So I mean, you you don't bet against them; they're going to win it all. It, it, so my pick is Georgia, and I they're going to play Michigan. Georgia's going by twenty. So yeah, I mean, because the teams, I the Georgia defense changed a lot from last year, and uh, yeah. it feels like they just got even better. <laughs> it's, it's a Georgia team who shot down Michigan last year in the playoff. I mean, obviously, it's right. a it's a different looking team, but no Blake Corum. Oh, that's yeah. the best part of their offense. And yeah, Georgia shot him down last year. Right. So, I mean, I think next year it'll be a a lot more fair with teams because I mean Georgia's losing again a lot more talent. Yeah, they're gonna keep on shoveling it in because when you're the number one team, just like Bama was for the last decade. Um, right. Continue to get good talent. Um, right. Speaking of talent, Aaron Judge, where's he going to go? Is he going to be the Giants? Is he going to be the Angels? Personally, he, I think he's a San Francisco Giant. I think he is. It's a 60-40 shot, and the 60 is going back to the Yankees. I think I, think I would much rather see him in a Giants jersey. Um one that's a change, like Judge deserves a change, but I think there's been too much around surrounding the Giants, and it's and it's like 
like I think the I don't know if you saw it today, like whoever reported like Arson Judge oh, going to the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't happen. But like uh what did they offer him? Like three hundred and twenty five or six, six years or nine years, three hundred sixty million from the Giants. And I'm pretty sure right. the Yankees offer is less than that. Okay. Unless they've upped it. And and maybe he maybe he would rather switch, but I think I see him going back to the Giants or to the to the to the Yankees. And I wouldn't have said that two months ago. Um but as this offseason's played out and he hasn't not that he hasn't signed yet, but just that like there hasn't been really anything showing like a crazy significance of him actually going to the to the Giants. Um I think it I think he stays. Yeah, the only reason I say that he goes to the Giants is one, it's a larger offer right now. Yeah. Two, I mean, he grew up a Giants fan, uh, was from the Bay Area. Um, and three, I think today with the move for them adding Mitch Hanniger, uh, who's yeah. a good outfielder when healthy, it shows him that they're willing to make a change and get better because obviously this year they weren't that good. Uh, they right. have young talent coming up soon. So I think that they're trying to show them that, hey, it's not just going to be like a Mike Trout situation out here where you're yeah. putting up these insane numbers and the rest of the team is just a, a burden on you. Right. And I mean, then you got we, DeGrom. Yeah, DeGrom to the Ranger. I, I predicted that. Um, yeah, I mean, Trump. someone said it pretty far back. Like right when the season ended, I thought maybe even before that that was where he was interested in going. Um, so I'm not surprised. Do I? I, I I'm I'm glad to see him there. I mm-hmm. mean, doesn't affect us. I mean, like, <laughs> cool dude. Go have go have fun. What I don't like is that Justin Verlander, which is a little <laughs> bit less of a threat, is back in the it, it is in the division now. So it's like, man, don't got the ground, but we got Verlander. But it's yeah, just like, yeah, good. The only, the only thing about Verlander is, I mean, what is he, 40 now? I mean, obviously, he had one of the best seasons of his career last year. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah, but, but, I mean, but he's also with Scherzer. Like, yeah. It just I makes him that got, much better. You got two old heads as your lead yeah. guys in the rotation. I mean, you saw Charlie Morton. He pitched great in 2021, came out this year, and was just flat. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, Charlie Morton's not on the level. He's never been on the level of those two, but. I mean, age catches up to everyone. Yeah. So, um, guys like Trey Turner going to the Phillies, that was scary. I mean, Phillies are going to be – they're going to be loaded. Mm Mm-hmm. Which scares me. I mean, they just signed Tywan Walker today as well, which, I mean – Yeah. I mean, he's he's pretty good. Yeah. But, I mean, this adds to a rotation with Nola Wheeler. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think that Trey Turner deal is as is as significant as people are making it. Mainly because I don't understand why everyone's getting big contracts, big as in like like longevity. Yes. No, no one is lasting eleven years yeah. and being good. Like I mean, they're paying it, forty. Yeah, it's a it's. I get that you're like trying to just like eleven years is a big contract. You're trying to put that out there. Like, yeah, we've got them. But realistically, bro's gone in five years. So six. And gone as in like he's either leaving or he's gonna fall off cliff. Pools are the same thing. So not fall off cliff, but 
the yeah. the talent goes down. Um, and it's it's Trey Turner. Like, yeah, he's fast, but you're paying eleven years. You're, you're giving a guy eleven years to a strictly like I'm fast okay. and I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna get base hits exactly. That does not last. Like, mm-hmm. you don't you don't just keep that for until you're forty. Like, it it doesn't really make sense. I think I saw something that the 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 Phillies have like over a billion dollars committed to like six guys. In yeah. Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, uh, what was it? Schwarber, probably Real um, Muto, Wheeler, I think, and Real Muto, and then one more. Nola. Uh, Nola, yeah. A billion dollars is a lot of money. Like yeah, <laughs> that is a lot of money, and it those six names, like those are big names. Um, Harper's one of them that I get because Harper's going to be Harper. Now he's going to come back from this injury, and we're going to see what happens. What happens, but. The whole trade turner deal, it doesn't make sense. Like, because mm. I, I mean, just, it, that that's jacking up the market for guys like Bogert. Oh yeah. Correa, oh yeah. Swanson. Yeah, and it's. I mean, it just depends. It, it it was going to be whoever signs first, and I could see. I obviously understand Trey signing first because Trey doesn't care. Like, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna sign. He's gonna. He's gonna sign, and he's gonna. Uh, Take what he gets. It, yeah. Dansby, you go sign for whatever you feel like. Bogers, you can go do whatever you want. Like, mm-hmm. you know. and I saw that the Phillies were one of them that was like bigger interest in um in in Dansby. So that's yeah. why I was kind of surprised. And I also saw that the the Padres offered offered um trade more what? money, more money. Yeah, and it's the same thing. He, he doesn't care. He would just rather go. I guess. Yeah, play with Bryce Harper. So, well, one of the things was I think he wanted to come back east. Like he's from the East Coast, and like he he likes living out here more. Yeah, it makes sense. But um, now guys like uh, Bogarts, Correa, Swanson, where, where do you have him going? Because I I got Correa going to the Dodgers. Now that they got Turner's yeah. money gone. They, yeah, they lost a lot, a lot more than people realize, and so I mean they have money to pay a guy like Correa for a while. Right. Uh, I got Bogarts going to the Cubs because the Cubs are one of the teams that were looking for a star shortstop, and then I got Swanson coming back home because yeah, know. it's hard to see Swanson going anywhere but the Braves. Uh, what was the team that was also interested in Dansby? It was it was Phillies and who. Mariners. I didn't see the Mariners. I saw someone. I, I saw Mariners, Cubs, Phillies. It, maybe it was Cubs, Phillies is what I saw. But I don't know. I don't see Swanson. I don't see him leaving. And if he does, it would break my heart. Um, I no, I don't see him leaving the Braves. I, uh, I see it as a way different situation than Freddie because Freddie yes. was born and raised in LA. Right. Um, I obviously it would make sense that after he brings a title to Atlanta. Go home, play for the right. hometown team. But Dansby, right. this is his home. I mean, he, right. he's just from like 15 minutes up the road from where I am right now. Um, yeah. I mean, it makes zero sense. I mean, his brand is all things loyal, ATL. Uh, he's called yeah. himself an Atlanta lifer. You, he'll probably give us a hometown discount. I mean, I've seen nothing major, but I mean, he wants it, to play. He loves playing for Atlanta. Right. And it, it, it comes with, uh, 
with with a like a what's the word like not a pro I guess it's like a promise like he's already won one but yeah. it's it's a completely like you're saying a completely different situation from Freddie because Freddie he was here for how long he was here for a good 10 11 years he was here through the struggle exactly so he he built it and he built it and he built it and he stayed and he was loyal and then as soon as he won it's like all right I'm out and I get that but you're Dancy Swanson and you're what 27 uh, I think he's about 29 now. He's he? he's up there. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, job's not job's not job's not finished. And uh, yeah. but yeah, I think Correa is a good. The 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 uh the Dodgers are a good spot. The Dodgers, I don't even see them making the playoffs next year. And that that's crazy mm. to say, but <laughs> they just paid Clayton Kershaw a, a year for twenty. Um. Okay. And yeah, then, like, you, you can never write they, off the Dodgers, though. No, no, no. And I, I get that. And we'll have to, like, obviously, season's going to work however, however, how it plays out. But I guess well, I wouldn't be surprised if um, the Dodgers didn't make because they've lost more than people are talking about. Yeah. So I, I, would, I wouldn't uh, say that they'll miss it, but I think they'll underwhelm a little bit. I, I, don't, I don't think they'll win the West. I think the Padres should have it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where Bogertz is going. I haven't. I've seen, with, uh, I've seen D-backs and Cubs are, like, the main teams for him. Obviously, Red Sox, but I don't think he's going back. D-backs would just be weird. Like, yeah. I mean, what that's they so do? odd. They yeah. do have some good young talent. I'll give them that. Merrill Kelly, Zach Gallon broke out yeah. last year. Yeah. But it's, it's still a weird situation. Yeah. And now, kind of transitioning into the last bit of this First weird podcast, um, hashtag I hate Zoom, um, with some MLB sleeper teams. Um, we'll do one per, what is it, league? Um, in the AL this year, I, I don't know if you can count them as a sleeper team, really. Uh, I guess you still could. But I get the Baltimore Warriors. And yeah. Uh, I've been talking to you about this since even the summer when they started getting hot, but um, they got way too much young talent to not do yeah. anything with it. Adley Gunner and um, Grayson Rodriguez, who's going to come up this year, that's going to be the big three, I think, in yeah. The yeah. for years to come. Mm-hmm. I if if I had to go American League. You kind of saw it towards towards the end of the season. I, I like the Guardians. Um, they just signed Josh Bell, I think, right? Two years yeah. or something. Um, yeah, I like the Guardians. I don't think I don't think they need these big star players um, in the offseason mm-hmm. to be a better team. Like I think they have all they need right now. They're just they just do what they want. They they do what they have to do to just be good enough, um, and that could push them through. So I like I like the Guardians. I like the Orioles too. The Orioles are just like a fun, like easy to root for. Yeah. I've been bad for the past fifteen years type of guy. So um, I, I would say my them, other team might be the Rangers. I was gonna say the Rangers too, but they just they're, they they're, did so, their their rotation. Yeah, their rotation is looking solid. Um, obviously, you've got Degrom, Martin Perez, John Gray. They could there. also add uh, Carlos Rodon, from what I've seen. Apparently, yes. they still have the and, money to do that. 
if they do that, that would that would be the I don't want to say the icing on or the, or the whatever you the icing on the cake, whatever you call it. Um, the cherry on top, but it's like that would that would push them into one of the like that sleeper category for me. Yeah, I know, kind of, kind of weird because I mean, there's yeah. there's the good teams and there's the the not. Um, yeah. Last year, I would say my sleeper team was probably like the Marlins and the they just were the Marlins. Right. Um, I, I mean, it, it depends on where Judge goes. If Judge goes to the Giants, I would say you could possibly categorize him as a sleeper. Not sleeper to win the World Series, though. Just sleeper to make the playoffs. Right, but, right. I mean, uh, that, that would probably be up there. Their only other team, like, I'm sitting here looking at the NL, like, Maybe even the the Pirates got the first pick, so not that doesn't mean for this season, but the Pirates could, if they can retain Brian Reynolds, um, they they played decent last year. You never know. So what? No, towards the end of the season they looked fine. So yeah. the thing is, you know, their front office is just gonna like for whatever reason, they're going to trade Reynolds, they're going to trade O'Neill Cruz, trade Cabrian Hayes, O'Neal Cruz. <laughs> trade the pick that they just got. Yeah, Unless they can fire their management, I have no hope. Um, yeah, I, so I, I don't guess, see it. I just don't see a sleeper team. I would say possibly I, I, Diamondbacks. I don't know. They're, it's I, a team, I'd like, say, again, if they get Bogerts, maybe they could sneak into yeah. a wild card. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I like the Giants as a sleeper just because that seems the most like story wise, like yeah. building a building up the season it makes the most sense. Also, if they can get Radone back, is that still in the court? Is that still in the? I could be. Yeah. I think it, it's like it might be a Judge or Radone yeah. type thing. So we'll yeah. have to see how it plays out, and yeah. we will bring that news to you next week. I I guess on. RPOs and RBIs. So, until I have a clever ending, this is it. As Zoom is going to try and end my meeting again. Oh, my gosh. No, I clicked upgrade. And so, thank you for watching or listening, however you yep. view our podcast. And we will see you next week. Peace out.